Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Isn't it great? It's so good. I'm having a really good time right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good times. Oh, for fuck's sake. That hurt my ears. That hurt me too. I, I wonder if that was on... I'm going to put that down and yes, not look please, at Yes, please, would you put that down? <laughs> Stop playing with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a crossbow, what did you just do? <laughs> this is all we need right now. Yeah. Um, so, um, we've both had like an interesting beginning to the year. It's been, mm-hmm. there's been a big shakeup. Both mm-hmm. of our jobs have mm-hmm. been a little bit in turmoil. We dodged the axe yes. miraculously, yes. which is great. Um, which is always good. Okay, so I was going to take... So I worked my... As I told you... Oh, I, this is... None of this is planned, by the way. Oh, hi. That's Valerie Marquardt over and there. And that's John Padgett. We're, We're just diving right in. You're just going to jump right in. I that, think we you just came in in mid-rant or com, complaint. We're just whinging. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 2023, not any better so far. Yeah, not... It's it. She didn't really... Uh, kick ass out the gate did she no no um, you know on my way home from my friend's house from the cheers super, to this by the way from the super bowl party cheers cheers to you um, i just wanted to say uh what was very definitive of this year so far on my way home car fire nobody was in it thank god oh but it was just a car busting but, with flames <laughs> on the side of mopac mm, and okay. i was like hmm. once i found out nobody was in it because i had to stop and the fireman that was um, stopping traffic on Mopac was like, um, we'll have you, you know, going in no time. It's just we got to make sure the flames are extinguished first. And I'm like, uh, is anybody in there? He was like, oh, no, no, there's nobody in there. I was like, oh, thank God. But yeah, just pretty much when I, I'm when sure. I looked at them extinguishing it, I was like, yeah, that's 2000 no, no so far. Anymore. Well, I mean, you can't really call them a person anymore. They were a person, but not any longer. <laughs> now that you can just... Sweep them up with a broom and a dustbin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Brittany. What did I tell you? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's been it's been weird. It's been really strange because uh, um, we started off the year and my company did a mass round of layoffs. Mm-hmm. As did mine. Well, not mass, but it was significant debt we lost a lot of people and some people i'm still figuring out who we've lost oh you still don't know oh well they're not you know it hasn't really been we're just kind of figuring out as we go oh that person okay (laughs) that okay yeah and here's the thing that's weird because they did that at mine i mean we all know and we all talk and um but it's never announced it's like oh so-and-so got the x yeah you hear about so i mean no word from management has Mm-mm. ever been uttered about who's leaving and why. And it's been, and it's crazy because it's like, okay, you want us to work like a team. You want us, we spend more time with each other than we do our families. Mm-hmm. And now you're just going to chop them. And yeah. Not say anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, great. Uh, it's, it's like what is this childhood in like the 1910s where children died of diphtheria for no apparent reason I mean, that's why they had multiple children because nine of the ten wouldn't make it oh yeah i mean you gotta you gotta carry some extras yeah. <laughs> like a, some spares yeah, come on just pack them up just pack them up um yeah so the girl that i worked with alongside she sat beside me for the past six years they let her go 
And it was crazy because we had a really good dynamic. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like an Alexis David sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What? From Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, Ew, David. And I would always tell her, it's like, your shoes are hideous. <laughs> <laughs> fun but uh and i can understand she was kind of over it and i I get it and you know you get to a point where you're like okay well i get it she and she was wanted to do other things well now she gets you know um a uh uh, what's it um severance severance Severance, that's the word severance and uh she can collect unemployment so she can do other things so that's not necessarily a bad thing Okay, so I worked with a guy. Is she older or younger? She is 51. Okay. 51. And mm, that's hard, though. That's I, what I'm, you know, because yeah, yeah. you get to a certain level in your career at that point, and it's harder to find. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean you're an executive. best you can hope for is a lateral move, I would think. I mean, it's, you're it's, not going to find, it's it, hard it, to find things higher. At this point in the game, it's hard to fail up Yeah. when a the entire industry is letting people go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that the that the president was like, oh, we're creating all these jobs. Yeah, well, not in my sector <laughs> at all. Mine so, either. <laughs> so thanks for that. That's really encouraging. Um, spread it around. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, my old boss, because I went, I spent a year in another department, and I worked for this short, psychotic dwarf <laughs> who... Um, <laughs> He was in the military, and he'd be like, oh, I need to do this, that, and the other. And I'd, and I was, I'd be like, sir, yes, sir. He's like, don't say that. I was in the Marines, and I'm determined not to not to, not to, to run my department like the Marines, so don't ever say that. I was like, that, that's a big 10-4. I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he hated me. And, um, and I wanted to gloat because I knew that he was, his department was tanking, mm-hmm. and he treated me like he would go over every single one of your, of your deals. In a in a call, and usually with like ten other people on this call. Sorry, and um, and he would like say, "What about this? Can you do this?" And you had to speak to everything on a granular granular level. So you had to be be in minute detail, and if you couldn't, he would shame you for it. Oh well, why don't you know that? You should know this by now. You how long you've been doing your job? Do we need to retrain you? And just took everyone to the woodshed did it to me once on the phone call with another coworker and a customer and he just dressed me down in front of a customer and it was humiliating to the point where he's like well i have to go to another call now and i was like oh i'm off to ruin somebody else's life (laughs) (laughs) but the coworker, her name is iris lover um she uh she's like john can i talk to you after this call i was like sure and she uh she's like okay what he did just then is something he's done a thousand times he does it to everyone please don't take it personal and if you do and if you let him get to you he has run more than one person not just out of this company but out of the industry entirely he's that traumatizing and i want it and as you know i made it to club this year mm-hmm. so because i sold the shit out of some software and i sold the shit out of it <laughs> and um i made it so i'm going to grand cayman in june so it's awesome really excited about that I was going to gloat next week at our big convention, at our big kickoff. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, did you make it to club? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to have that opportunity because they let him go. Mother yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I'm 
you know, was working under somebody that was kind of making my life hell. And I was just being really nice. And, you know, anytime I kind of would always fall on the sword, whether it was my fault or not, when something that she needed wasn't there, it was mostly because I was left off of communication completely. And, you know, she would be like, well, here's the email. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not on this. But every time I pointed these things out, it was just to her. Like, I didn't copy anybody on it or anything. That's a good move. And uh, But anytime, of course, I get thrown under the bus, she copies everybody on it. Um, I'm staying. She is not. Good. Isn't that great? It's like good riddance to bad rubbish. I just, well, I'm, I felt like, well, apparently it wasn't just me. <laughs> I'm guessing, you know. Could be. Um, I mean, because you think that you're going to be the only I was the only person down here that she was working with, so I didn't really have any, and I wasn't really talking to anybody up there. So I didn't know, like, who, you know, if there was any problem with anybody else. All I knew was what I was dealing with. And I just felt like it was because our office kind of gets forgotten about down here, which is fine. I like flying under the radar. Yeah, for sure. But not when it gets me in trouble. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just kind of funny because it's like, well, you know, it is kind of karmic retribution, I guess. <laughs> you know, I here's the thing. Eventually, it all comes back, and um, I, I, I was I was kind of surprised that uh, he got let go, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. I mean, his his department's been tanking for years much less quarters Mm -hmm. so i mean and if you're looking at people to let go they usually let go of the senior people that aren't producing Mm -hmm. and he's a senior person who wasn't producing so but he sure had a lot to say about what you weren't doing right yeah well that's funny yeah he can eat a booger (laughs) big fat hairy booger you think your hot snot on a silver platter but really your cold boogers on a paper plate oh really so good so mm-hmm. good. Mm. Anyway, let's move on because this is boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's. Well, I mean, it's things that people go through, obviously. But, sure. Um, but it's also depressing. <laughs> it is a little depressing. Um, I'm glad to be employed, whatever. But um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So you've got. You're going to Montana next week. I'm supposed to, yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. Um, it's all depending on if my cousin gets better. Um, she got, she tested positive for COVID. For she's been Rona. pretty sick. Yeah. She's dodged it these past three years, but she's pretty sick right now. And actually, I'm worried about her actually. Mm. She's gotten a high fever. Yeah. Yeah. The old Rona. So I need to text her after this to see if she ever heard from her doctor. I was like, see if you can get Paxlovid. I don't know if it's too late for that, but you know, and she's the only caretaker for my aunt. So how is she supposed to do that? She's got the Rona. That's the big question, you know. She she's did been they saying, vaccinate up there? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are non-vaxxers, of course, up there. Yes, but um, Missoula is a pretty liberal town, so and you know, when I was up there, even during not lockdown, but like when people started moving about, but it was still not like recommended. Right. Okay. <laughs> people were masked up there in Missoula. Not. Not at all of Montana, but definitely I, in Missoula. I took a COVID test today uh-huh. and failed it. No, uh, 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 
Now, um, of, of course, I it, it, I wouldn't be here if I tested positive for COVID. <laughs> Thank you. But um, why did you think? Why did you test? I wanted to make sure that I did not have COVID if I'm taking care of my partner who is going through some medical issues right now. Mm. So, because the last thing you need, oh, on top of everything else, here's your Rona. Right. <laughs> yeah. My Rona. My Rona. My Corona. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that, that was good. I'm glad I didn't. How long were you planning on staying? In, in... I was staying for, I always go up there. I always stay for a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. sometimes I work, if you know, from up there. Not always. Most of the time I try to enjoy it. But I was kind of going on a recon to start the process of like finding, not that I'm ready to buy a house right now, but just kind of look around for a real estate agent, see what I qualify for sure. so that I can be ready when the time comes the one thing and this is what i've been struggling with i knew when i started telling people that i was going to move to montana within the next year i'm giving myself grace if it doesn't happen in the next year that's fine maybe it'll be a year and a half but there are you know it seems like all of my friends are very supportive of it and are very happy for me to be doing this they're ready to get rid of me woohoo <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you're that annoying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so much. Such a wet blanket. Goddamn. Please oh, leave. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> are you going to be going in the next year? Now you're saying a year and a half? A year and a half. Are you sure? A year and a half is probably... Are you sure you want to wait that long? Because <laughs> I was going to wait to send out my wedding announcements till that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants you there. No. And I don't want to pay for that plate. <laughs> uh yeah, so I but I knew the minute I told people and gave my gave them a timeline. The timeline is mostly for me not to procrastinate and get it done cuz right. it's overwhelming to me. But there are other people that have that locked in and when you start saying, "Oh, maybe it might be a year and a half." I don't know, it just depends on when I find some Are you afraid of, are you afraid of sounding flaky or Um I know, I'm not afraid of sounding flaky. I'm feel like I'm being pretty clear that I'm giving myself grace and moving when the time is right. I just don't want to put it off indefinitely. Right. But people get stuck on a timeline when you say in the next year and then you start saying, oh, you know, if it doesn't happen in the next year, well, when are you going to, well, how much long? I thought you were going to leave in a year. <sighs> okay, I get it. You're trying to figure out when I'm actually going to be gone. <laughs> well, and, okay, so let, let's look at what timelines actually mean. Timelines are a guideline. Exactly. And it's not like... The world is going to come to an end because you blew that deadline. And honestly, it's your life. Get there in your own time. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's just, it's interesting to me how it's coming to um, light, how important picking, you know, sticking to a timeline is to some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean... Because... Our podcast is called None of This is Planned. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. They should know. <laughs> Especially every week when they're like, what are you going to talk about this week? Um, it's not planned. I don't know. We're <laughs> going to find out, though. So that should give you a clue as sure. to maybe I'm not going to move in a year or maybe I'll move in less than a year. I don't know. Right. Huh. Well, I mean, we don't know where we're going to end up. And mm -mm. I mean, because there's part of us are like, well, maybe we should stick around, and then maybe it's like, no, maybe not. And so we we vacillate between staying and going. 
but uh, we do have plans to spend the summer in Asheville, and we're really excited about that. The whole summer? Uh, July through October. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. We need to figure out how we're going to do this then, because uh, this doesn't work. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Does this? Does our equipment set up? Is it set up for remote? Well, you know what? We can research this. There's something, we need to. There's something on YouTube for sure. We're going to have to figure it out anyway. We're going to have to fucking figure it out. We better fucking figure it out. Um, Although I will say I'm going to miss doing it in person. I know. Yeah. I, I feel know. like we feed off each other and we do better. I Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's, there's a lot. I mean, so there's that. Oh, we've got a holiday tomorrow that I'm completely unprepared for. Um, a holiday tomorrow. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day, Valerie. Oh. <laughs> you mean that stupid fucking made-up retail holiday? Absolutely true. Yes, that one. It's such bullshit. I just bought a card and was done with it. It's not like I'm going to say, here's your Maserati. I'm not saying that as a single woman who's never had anybody on Valentine's Day. Of course, I went through the stage when I was younger where I was like, I don't have anybody on Valentine's Day. But then when you get older. I'm like, thank God I don't have anybody on Valentine's Day. Well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's just designed to make people feel bad. Oh, sure. Yeah. For not. No, buying things yeah, no matter what you do you are going to be insufficient so <laughs> yeah if you don't if you don't have anybody well you're living your life insufficient or if you do have somebody well what you're buying is insufficient <laughs> or, or you're cooking for somebody i'd rather have had the other mm-hmm. insufficient mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, right it's like it's just another way to disappoint people it's just a barrage of guilt and disappointment <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys gonna do uh, cook. cook we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna cook. stay home and cook we're gonna stay home and cook yeah well, I mean, wise decision you don't want to go out huh, yeah he's not up and about right now well i know but even if he was i mean yeah. going out on valentine's day that's like a rookie mistake oh my god don't do it horrible idea teenage suicide don't do it don't do it martha dump truck <laughs> big fun, big fun. <laughs> oh that was a good movie <laughs> i could watch that over and over again why don't they ever make movies like that again heathers they don't do they Mm-mm. I mean, that era had all the good movies. I mean, you had that, Jawbreaker. Do you remember Jawbreaker? Well, that was the 90s. Wasn't Heather's? Was Heather's the 90s? Heather's was it? like late 80s. It was late 80s. I think it was like 88 or 89. It was Pump Up the Volume. That Pump was like 1990. Volume. I think it was right on the cusp. That was the first time I was exposed to the Pixies. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wave of Mutilation. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And the very slow version of it. Um, <laughs> And you had all those... Those, I mean, Emilio Stevez still had a job. Uh, you had, uh, <laughs> you know, all the the Brat Packers. You mm-hmm. got. They don't make those movies anymore. They just don't. They don't sell tickets. Mm mm. No. I mean, I think they might, but the, yeah, they're not. They're probably just straight to streaming. <laughs> straight to streaming, or I mean, you're you're not gonna. It's not going to make, it's not a Marvel movie, so it's not going to make any money. <laughs> no, but just all those like teenaged, angsty, quirky, like, I think we talked about this before, like I'm tired of seeing The Breakfast Club. Like everybody loves The Breakfast Club, I get it, but like there sure. were there were more edgy movies back in the 80s that were teenaged angst films that were not as popular that were really great movies like Pump Up the Volume, like Heathers, like, ooh, remember River's Edge? That was dark. That was dark. <laughs> 
Whoa. That was a really dark movie. Was it, um, <laughs> Some Kind of Wonderful? Do you remember that one? Where, oh, yeah. Where, that was a John Hughes movie. Okay, so did you know that John Hughes wrote um, Breakfast Club over a weekend on a cocaine binge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How fun is How that? How did you find that out? Where did you hear that? I heard it. You heard it. I heard it somewhere. I don't remember where I, put, where I picked up that factoid, but I, I know it's a factoid. <laughs> um, and I mean, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, mm-hmm. the whole thing is a cocaine fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> that does, yeah. That 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 lines up, I think. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. And he died young. I remember back when I was like pretty in pink, came out when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is so funny. It was like the commercial came on TV or whatever for the movie. And I was like, oh. And I we already established when I talked to you earlier, you said, how old was my dad when he passed away? I was like, oh, he was 89. And so my dad, my parents, much older than John's parents were. Um, so Yeah, my parents died when they were 50 and 53. Yeah. But I mean, just saying they would be how old now? 70s? Uh, 70s, yes. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> my dad was a big you know oil man petroleum land manager kind of you know in the oil business i get it worked yeah. in the patch yep. and i saw that commercial come on i was like oh i want to see that movie and he was like yeah i saw that movie and i was like you did and he was like yeah thought it was something else <laughs> and i was like hmm, that's funny like as a teenager i was like huh that's weird that he saw that movie yeah i was like did you think did, did you think it was good and he was like that's when he said well, i thought it was something else about something else <laughs> pretty in pink <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't know. Wait, Richard had a say, perv. It is definitely... No. My dad Well, was. my dad was... My dad was a perv. I don't know if he was a... I don't know if he was a perv. I know he was an adulterer, so he probably was a perv. Oh, my dad was an, a horrible philanderer. It's why I don't do 23andMe. <laughs> right. No shit. I mean, I have, I have a good friend who found out that his father fathered two other children outside the marriage and did not find out until he did 23 and me and found that he had two sisters he didn't know about well i did find out that i had a half brother when i was in high school there's that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. but yeah <laughs> yeah they <sighs> it was the way i found out too i told you about that right did we no, go over that ask me the wine please yeah <laughs> no it was just i don't remember my mom was bitching about my dad it was like when i was in high school they were constantly fighting and uh-huh. he um was away from the house because he yeah, he like that he lost his job not long after we moved to oklahoma because he was cheating on my mom with somebody at the office and they found out about it and fired him um <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's yeah. how they do. That's how they do. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, after he dragged us all the way up to Oklahoma, where my mom vowed she would never move again, but finally he got her to move one last time, because my mom at that point had moved 15 or 16 times. Um, We get up there, that happens, she finds out about it. So, needless to say, high school in Oklahoma was a blur, because it was just constant fighting like huge fights oh, yeah. screaming yelling hitting mm-hmm. all that yeah 
Um, but when he was trying to find like contract jobs, so he would go away for a while and then it would just be my mom and I, and she would be complaining about him or whatever. And one night she was complaining about him and she said something very matter of factly. She's like, it's like that half brother of yours. And I go, what? She goes, oh yeah, you have a half brother. You knew that. I'm like, obviously I don't. When would I have ever known that? (laughs) And that's how you tell me? Thanks, mom. So good. (laughs) Um... Yeah, yeah, we have a brother. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's why I don't do twenty three and Me because I'm almost. I would be so. I'd be shocked. I'm if sure I there's didn't. others out there. <laughs> I'm sure that there's more. I mean, I've always like. I wonder what life would be if I had a little brother. Hmm. I probably have one. I probably have a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know because my dad seems like the type to pay for an abortion. Hmm. Mm. My dad seems like the type too, but or not. I don't know. Or I not. Mean, I, I, obviously. <laughs> How well do we know them really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean oh, I, yeah. I mean I'm talking about our dads. How yeah. well do we know them? I mean not I mean, you know it's funny, interesting, not funny, haha. Well, it is kind of funny, haha, actually. I was watching so Mark Marin. Yep. You know who yep, he is, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, he has a new HBO special and I was watching it yesterday while I was doing some stuff around the house and he was talking about how his dad was like a huge like narcissistic bipolar asshole whatever mm-hmm. that he grew yep. up with okay. and then his dad as he's gotten older has had dementia <laughs> and i laughed because he was just like you know and now he's kind of cool to hang out with so don't don't miss that sweet spot <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, dude, I get it. I, get I know it. what you're coming from because my dad was an angry asshole mm-hmm. my whole life growing up. Yep. And when he got dementia, he was the nicest, sweetest man. And it was so pleasant to be around him. And it was like, oh, my God. I mean, it sucks. He was like, don't get me wrong. The de- disease sucks and it's horrible and it's awful. But don't miss the sweet spot. <laughs> There's that. I mean, I mean, I've, I've known... A couple of people whose parents have gone through this. My parents, thankfully, did not. But Well, they were too young. They were too young. Um, I think most people up until recently, like last 40, 50 years or so, probably died before their brains went. It's not that. I don't think it's that dementia or Alzheimer's is more common. I think people are just living longer and outliving their their bodies or outliving their brains. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think you're, I think there's something to that for sure. I mean, I don't know if we were designed to live as long as we have been, um, unless you find a, like the thing that keeps everything young. It's like you're not just old; you're young. I mean, that mm-hmm. that would be great, right? That'd be optimal. But uh, I don't think we're there. And I've seen. I mean, aging is so mean. Aging is mean because um, I mean. I wanted a full beard. It's going to be great. And now I have the full beard, but it's white. <laughs> I look like I should be leading dwarves through nature. <laughs> Drop that fucking ring in the in the volcano and get on with it. But I mean, it's... You can always dye it. I'm not dyeing my beard. I don't think you should. No. Uh-uh. No. No. That's, that's gross. Um, I know someone who does that and he's like, do you like my beard? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but whatever. Um, so as far as aging is concerned though, I mean, and now I'm at an age where I get called daddy a lot 
Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it's, I, I feel like I'm kind of easing into it, but at the same time, everything hurts. Everything hurts. And, uh, uh, I'm gaining weight. Like I'm the heaviest I've ever been right now, right in front of you. You don't look huge. (laughs) They're gonna, they're gonna push me into the, into the water because they're like, Oh, well, I think where that's concerned, you and Hans are feeding off each other. That's true. Because I know people in relationship, relationships have a really hard time (laughs) staying because they're, you know, you're happy and you like, and if you're foodies, that's what you're doing. You're going out and eating all the time or cooking for each other or yep. food is a love language for everyone pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and we, we, we eat, we enjoy food. We share Well, maybe food. you guys will get a little bit healthier when you go to Asheville because there's a lot of hiking that's and you exactly both like hiking. That's what the plan is. Yeah. yeah. So that's a very easy thing to do because it's fun and it's just... It's not like exercise, not like real exercise. I mean, it is. No, what I mean is, <laughs> go on. And that fact that it's something that's easy to be motivated to do because you're just going out in nature and you know, walking around, walking around, walking around, doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with being the weight that I'm at. I mean, I don't want to get any heavier, mm-hmm. but I'm I a, think you look fine. I'm, I don't think you I mean, at all. I'm 220 pounds, which but is you're a, tall ish i'm six two yeah so it's not a bad way no so and it'd be weird if i held it you know how, how people have like they they carry weight weirdly mm-hmm. and like oh wow all in your tits huh look at you <laughs> sir <laughs> you know what always like guys with hips like girl hips yeah that tr- that freaks me out <laughs> hips don't lie maybe they should <laughs> it's like wow they have a body like mine i have a pear-shaped body men don't have pear-shaped bodies do they are you wearing apple bottom jeans sir <laughs> with the boots with the fur with the fur i mean it's so awful of me to say that because like people can't help their body types and shapes and stuff like that it's just you know I'm not you. You just don't see. You always think of guys being slim hipped. That's it. That's all. Well, we don't have to push babies through them. Right. Exactly. They're not designed for that. No. No. Yeah. But okay. So, as a swimmer, and I need to get back in the water. But I. I mean, I used to swim competitively, and there was one stroke that I could just not master. I could never, never do it right. Mm-hmm. And it was breaststroke. Because you have to not have butterfly. No, I can do butterfly all day really? long. That yeah. looks so hard. It is hard. But that looks exhausting. It too. is. It is. But if you get your rhythm right, uh-huh. that you're a fast motherfucker in the water. I don't know how people do that. I, well, I was swimming since I was seven. Well, I grew up with a pool, but I never really was trained in formal swimming. Like, I just... I was trained formally and oh. swam competitively since the age of seven. Oh, swimming competitively. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so you either gave it, got it, or you didn't, didn't. swim anymore. You're <laughs> like, that's it. I'm not going to swim anymore because this sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't have the hips for it, and women can do that that stroke very, very well mm-hmm. because their hips are designed to go out. Right. Yeah. Because that's my strongest breaststroke. Um, yeah. Really? That's the one I'm strongest at. There like you go. Free, like uh, what is it? Freestyle and 
uh, forget about butterfly. I don't even know how to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I can teach you. Um, look at him. Look at that fat guy. <laughs> look, we're in the splash zone. <laughs> Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Yeah, well, something like that. So uh, we got Hans back from Europe last Saturday. So tricky Friday. getting him home with the whole blood clot situation. Yeah, let's avoid talking about that too much. But I, I mean, yeah, I mean he he did get a, a, a vein in, uh, in his leg that that deep vein thrombosis. There was a scare there, and so we just got him home as best we could. Yeah. And uh, um, my promise to him was, when we get you home, I promise I'll take you to crawfish. I promise. Oh my God, it's that time of year again. Yeah, it is. So because I went with you guys. Oh, that was so fun. I got really drunk though. Yeah, that was some really high proof beer they oh, had yeah. at that, <laughs> that crawfish. They, they were like knocking oh, us oh. out, and I was surprised. The that rugby. More, I it was, was the rugby. Team. I was yeah, and I actually used them to help uh, me move. Like I, I, I. I they had a, a silent auction, and I was like, I want dudes to help me move. And, oh, yeah, that's right. And I won. And uh, I, they sent one dude. One? One little dude. What? And his that's, girlfriend. Oh. I was like, really? That's so lame. I was like, Is she a rugby player, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She was just a rugby slam piece. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are female rugby players. They're also slam pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Hans and I actually did it on our own, and he just was there. And I mean, everything that we couldn't fit or was garbage that we're like, we're putting this in the back of your truck, and we're driving you to a to a dumpster, and we're and so I, I we used them for dumpsting things. Oh, but okay. it was a great time. I mean, so crawfish, big fan. Hans, favorite thing in the world. Oh yeah, he can go through them like. Like so a, fast. Like a trash can. It's yeah. like, oh my God, he's a machine. And um, so I took him to Crawfish as soon as he got home. What? Shoal Creek. Oh, yeah. You know, I was just thinking about Shoal Creek last weekend because, oh, boudin balls. Okay, so it's early in the season, and so you can get the crawfish, and they're tiny, but they're really easy to peel mm-hmm. and suck the head. Mm-hmm. You can just go through them, and they're, it's, it's amazing. So, God. So good. Yeah. I highly recommend So it. messy. Yeah. Yeah. And don't wear your favorite shirt. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get crawfish guts all over. Mud it. bugs. Mud bugs. Mud bugs. So, so we're glad that he's home. And um, it was, it was, it was tough. I mean, yeah. Uh, trying to escort people through, through uh, Portugal when you've got deep vein thrombosis is no fun. So what? Yeah, so how did the rest of his trip go? Like, He was laid up on the couch. He was just laid up on the couch? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's not really much. It's You're not up for a hike. No. <laughs> well, I guess not. No. But, wow. Yeah. He's had you. quite a couple of years. Yeah, well, you know. Just one thing after another. After but another. we're going to get married this year. So, are you getting married in Asheville? We might. We might get married in Asheville. Um, we don't want a huge ceremony. We just want to do it, get it done, have fun. And I mean, cause I, I, okay. A couple of friends of ours are getting married in, in, in October and 
great guys. We love them. Yes, we'll be at your wedding. That's awesome. So good. Well, they're having this big production. It's like, if you come down the, the day before, we're having a spa day, and you can do that, and then afterwards we're going to go do this at a brewery, and then we're going to do this over here, and then, like, then there's going to be like this Halloween thing that we're going to. I'm like, kill me. <laughs> I think that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun, but at the same time, if I was going to do that, that would so stress me out. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to organize something like that. No way. Uh, but I'll show up if somebody else is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll participate. No, I won't organize. No. <laughs> John, would you help? Uh-uh. There's a reason why my girlfriends that got married never asked me to be a maid of honor. <laughs> Hey, we need you to... You need me to know. No. <laughs> Would you... Uh-uh. <laughs> Could you... I'll mm? be in your wedding, but I don't want to organize anything. I'm not paying for a dress. <laughs> Won't do it. So they're having this huge to-do of a wedding, and it's going to be fabulous and fun and everything. Is it a destination wedding as well? It's or? in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or no um i mean is it in a cool part of dallas at least like richardson no that's not cool i don't think (laughs) i was like thinking like because you know like oak cliff and bishop arts like south dallas is kind of a trendy area now no no, Richardson. That's where I lived when I li- when my family lived. That's the suburbs, oh, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I lived in the suburb too. I grew up in Louisville. <laughs> yeah, you were way out there. Yeah, yeah. That was like rural almost back when back in the day. It was between Dallas and Denton. Yeah. So, I mean, Richardson is a, a full on. Yeah, it's like right outside. Well, right outside like, of Dallas. Yeah. yeah no. Um, I grew up in like a suburb of Dallas. That I mean, it was like. It it was not dissimilar to growing up in a John Hughes film. Like nothing happens there, and everyone's got their own drama. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I could see that. Keeping up with the Joneses, um, I still have family up there, and they love it. But of course, they've never. A lot of them have never left the country. Yeah. They've never that seen anything, you. and it's like, and they have no and, interest. And they're yeah, I was gonna say they don't have any interest in seeing what's out there. No, either, uh-uh. which is very telling. No, it's like, well, I saw the the episode of the Brady Bunch where they go to Hawaii, and that was enough for me. <laughs> and that tiki thing the, almost was, fucked Greg it up. Almost, <laughs> it was evil. It was evil. Yeah. So I decided that I don't need to go to Hawaii. Uh, uh-uh, it's dork sided. <laughs> dork sided. <laughs> I am a god warrior. <laughs> that is dork sided. Oh, that reminds me. Okay. Oh. Okay. So last night during the Super Bowl, um, they premiered. You know, it's all the good commercials, whatever. So there is this uh, new um, campaign called "He Gets Us." Have you seen it? No. Go and on. Very compelling um, ads that show. You know, like there's one about immigration, and it'll show. You know, these really dramatic pictures of people trying to come and get asylum in the United States. And it's, you know, and they say all these things like, um, you know, Jesus welcomed, you know, Jesus was an immigrant too, or whatever. Uh It's these very, 
it's a very des- well-designed campaign to show that Christianity is accepting and loving and not this other, you know, um, you know, it, it, it's supposed to be inclusive, showing that Christianity can be inclusive. Right. As to some frothing at the right. mouth, rabid question. And, and the commercials are amazing and they're really like emotional and they r- are really well done. And when I first saw them, because it's not, they didn't premiere during the Super Bowl. They've been going on for a while. But when I first saw them, I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's encouraging, you know, because I know I have friends that are Christians that are very loving and open and accepting of every, of everyone. They're sure. not, you know, the quote unquote Christian fascists or whatever. Sure. But there's already been like news, like um, news stories about how it's a, you know, it's just good PR. Jesus has good PR. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that great? For and it, it is kind of to it's a it's a veiled, um, kind of uh, it's it's to try to draw people in, but the people behind it are the typical fundamentalist evangelical oh, Christians. Of course, I was really hopeful that it wasn't. I kind of suspected, but I was really hopeful that it wasn't. No. Come on, get in the door. Just get in the door, just a little bit, just a, just a smidge, just inch your butt right 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 through the door. Do we need some Crisco in here? We're going to inch your butt through the door, and then you're going to be there, and you're going to sit there for Jesus, and you're going to listen to everything we have to say. <laughs> uh, Jesus told me to hate you. <laughs> what? We're going to tell you who to love. We're going to tell you what to do with your body, and you're going to like it. And Jesus said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Well, here's my rock. I don't know where yours is, but I'm about to stone a motherfucker. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, it's, I, and there's there's so much. I mean, if it makes you a better person, cool, do it. Your relationship with your higher power is your business. Please don't make it mine. Right. True. My relationship with my pet, with my higher power is very real, very personal, and very much none of your business. Mm-hmm. That's how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! <laughs> Works for me. Well, having grown up as a fundamentalist, yeah, Christian, yeah, um, I will not be going back. But thank you very much. <laughs> so thank you very good. much for the invitation. So good that you thought of me. <laughs> Mm. but i'm okay i'm good i'm good <laughs> so good okay so I've, I've got a question for you okay so i might have an answer i hope you do uh texas is known for barbecue mm-hmm. we're known for tex-mex mm-hmm. uh beef you know all mm-hmm. day long mm-hmm. um you you keep on mentioning missoula and you keep on mentioning montana what do you eat there? <laughs> what is it? I'll be honest. I'm I'm going to be missing some foods. <laughs> <laughs> what, they don't have Whataburger? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm really going to miss H-E-B. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to be... I was telling my cousin, and she was making fun of me. I was like, you don't understand. You don't get it. I've tried shopping at other grocery stores and didn't realize how much, how many H-E-B brand things that I buy. They are so good. Yeah. H-E-B brand is good. I mean, you, I remember when we would go to like, um, when Hill Country Fair was a thing. Mm-hmm. Country well, Fair. they still have that. 
it's still gross. <laughs> yeah. It's still gross. Um, no, but the ATB brand is as good, a, if not it's, better. If not better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I brought to the Super Bowl, the girls Super Bowl party last night was HEB pre-prepared um, bacon wrapped jalapenos filled with cream cheese. Oh, yeah. You just cook those suckers up. They're mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Get the bacon nice and crispy. Oh. You know, their homemade uh, pizza's not so bad either. Like, it's better than the pizza that you buy in the frozen in the frozen aisle. You know, they they make pizza. Yeah. In, in, it is good. It's really... Their bakery is good. Their tortillas are amazing. Yep. <laughs> just everything. I'm just like, I'm going to miss them so much. Yeah, you're hoes, dude. I am so hoes. <laughs> and my cousin's making fun of me. She's like, you'll live. I'm like, you don't understand you don't get it and one of one of my friends she moved here from california she was like the first time i walked into an h-e-b i was like is this a carnival <laughs> no and what you're thinking of is fiesta no it's not fiesta <laughs> have you been into the i haven't been in the fiesta but i've heard that they have stuff from everywhere yeah. like i thought it was like mostly south of the border stuff but they have stuff from like Britain or whatever it's an experience i need to go there's one down the street from me yeah um there's one up there off 35. I mean, it's, yeah, the one in, in off the street from you, that's not the good one. Oh, it's not. Where's the good one? Go to the one off of 32nd and, and 35. That one, the one that's like under, like on the lower deck? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, that's hard to get to. Yeah, well, it's not really hard to get to. It's just, you, it's easy to miss. It, it, it's it's an experience. Um, I mean, everything is there. You can get any, everything there. And you can do, uh, have you done H-Mart? No, what is that? It's a Korean market. Oh. Up north. That well, all the good Asian me- markets are up north. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's crazy. I mean, you can buy, I mean, you'll see fish in a tank. You're like, oh, that fish. I feel bad for you. <laughs> I mean, because they're live and they will kill them in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you know it's fresh. Yeah, it is a definitely fresh fish <laughs> for sure. Um, but they have all kinds of stuff there. It's it's just amazing. I mean, you have uh, jackfruit. You've got durian. Have you ever had durian? It smells like garbage. It's that big. Yeah, it's the one that smells bad but tastes good. Yeah, yeah. It's creamy. It's it's crazy. And if you pinch your nose, it's delightful. I was just gonna say, like, who was the first person that decided to eat that? They must have been like out in the jungle, like barely able to scrape by and survive, and thought. I'm just going to have to eat this because I'm starving. Well, at the same time, if you saw the thing and how hard it is to break into, I don't think that's the case. That is a very deliberate move. Because it's huge and it's spiky, isn't it? It's spiky. Yeah. 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 You don't, that's not something like, hmm. You know what I'm going to do today? Um, I haven't eaten in like, oh, three weeks. And so um, I've got all the strength to pick this spiky thing up. Plop it down, break it open, and then eat the garbage-smelling substance inside. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> so, yeah, different markets, but back to Missoula. Um, what what do they eat What do they eat there? Um, to be quite honest, um, most of the time that I'm there, I'm just cooking at home with my aunt and my cousin. Um, my cousin's a really good cook. Uh, they have a Finn and Porter that we like to go to 
that's a chain but uh, it's on the clark fork river so it's really beautiful and you can see the sunset on the mountains and like sit there in the restaurant and have a nice dirty martini and a steak and right it's nice okay so how is the food i just i'm sitting here thinking i don't really think i've there there are new places coming up it's coming up there's a there's a pizza place that's really freaking good that um i'm just trying to remember we we've ordered asian food that's you know pretty decent I haven't really run the gambit yet on that. There's a lot of really good breweries that have good bar food. And sure. There's a distillery there that's really good. Um, but they don't serve food there. It's just, you know. Booze. <laughs> Booze. It's Booze. all boozy. Um, but very good cocktails. Um, there's an ice cream shop. There's a couple of really good ice cream shops. But I'm still discovering there. Right. Um they have my my cousin has raved about a taco truck that's near where she lives. Um I'm I'm like, ooh, one taco truck. <laughs> but you know. You've arrived. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure there will be many more to come. Sure. Um but and then there that three blocks away from where and I walk over here all the time is the good food store which is basically almost like a whole foods it looks like a whole foods walks like a whole foods talks like a whole foods but is not a whole foods for some reason it's good foods it's good foods <laughs> um and they have pre-prepared stuff and ever and that place is really good oh, okay. and they have well, like a bakery good. and deli and stuff like that but um yeah I still really haven't gone to a lot of places out I haven't gone to a lot of places to eat out yet huh okay well I just wanted to know, it's like when I go, what I what should I look forward to? Is there any particular delicacy of the, the, the Montana? I haven't have? discovered that yet, but I think that there are because it's like I said, a college town. So there's younger people living there that probably want different things, and yeah. I think that there there is like this. There's a couple of new trendy places that have opened up. That um, one of them was really good, and we ate there um, a couple time before last. Whatever. Anyway, but but it had like you know. Uh, it was kind of a hipstery place, coffee, beer, and wine, whatever. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but it was good. It's hard for me to... to uh... And there's good brunchy places. Oh, there are some good brunchy places. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because huh. hmm. when you say hipster in Montana, I'm like, okay, that's cute. Because, <laughs> 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 I mean, we are like the cradle of hipsterdom. We've gone beyond that. No, it's, I mean, I mean, it, it originated here. Well, or Portland. I mean, Portland's pretty hipster. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it originated here, but it's definitely an urban thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why I felt like, because I'm not, as much as I want to go where there's less people, I'm not kidding myself. I've been a city girl my whole life. Right. I don't yeah. think I can move from Austin to the back country and be like, oh, wait, I can't get... I can't go somewhere and get like a hamburger right now, like on a Sunday at five o'clock after five o'clock. <laughs> no. <That's laughs> so being in a college town there is there's going to be a little bit more leeway. It's going to be an easier transition, I think, f coming from here. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, and I mean the same thing's true with with Asheville. I mean it's going to mm -hmm. be it's smaller. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of hipstery. It's mm -hmm. it's really cool. Everyone's laid back. I thought it was straight up hippie, isn't it? It, it, it? There's a lot of hippies there for sure. Yeah, a lot of hippies. I thought so. But it's it's really it's an art community. So if you want to take a, a you can take a class in glass blowing. 
and they'll introduce you to Mr. Glass, and so that's nice. <laughs> you get to meet him first. <laughs> so, Is his name Philip Glass? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, not Philip Glass. What was it? On George. The, George, George Glass. Glass. <laughs> George. Yes, George Glass. On the Brady, Brady Bunch. <laughs> Not just not, why why George not, twice. Not. <laughs> I don't know, but it's always George George Glass. George George Glass. His name is George George. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> that's that's odd. Um, oh Jan. So what what's what's good to eat in Asheville? A barbecue. Wait, what? North Carolina barbecue. Uh, in Asheville. Uh huh. Don't the vegans have a problem with that? They're not all vegan. <laughs> Not everyone's a vegan. Well, you know, obviously, Missoula is going to have a lot of meat. Well, sure. I mean, and Asheville's going to have meat, too. And it's also got a Whole Foods there, too. Mm. So it's also got the Biltmore, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Owned by the Vanderbilt. Right. Built by the Vanderbilt. Okay, here's the shit. Okay, so <laughs> I've paid to, to walk through it. 75 bucks a pop. Whoa. Hell yeah. To do a tour, just to walk through, to do a tour, a tour of the house, which is still owned by the family, and they put you in groups of like I think four or five, and they stagger them every five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's paying seventy five bucks to get in. Damn. Uh huh. And there's a gift shop. There's not a ride involved. <laughs> Jeez. Um. They don't pay taxes on it. On the Biltmore? The family doesn't pay taxes on the Biltmore and the income that it brings in. So that's $75 tax-free because it's a landmark, a historical landmark? I don't, I don't know how they did it. I think Trump gave them the exemption. But I'm not... Don't quote me on that, but that's what I was led to believe. Um, I'm like, okay, these people are generational wealth billionaires and are not paying taxes... And I'm paying 75 bucks to see it. <laughs> Who am I mad at? <laughs> I'm mad at someone. <laughs> you didn't have to pay the $75. That's what I'm Take saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> John, you're mad with you. <laughs> yep. God damn it, the fuck again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've done it to myself again. <sighs> it sucks to be self hating. Yeah. So I need to talk to you about my cat. Uh oh. We're going to. The girl to- cat? Yeah. <gasps> Wednesday Adams, Kitty. We're going to have to rehome her. No. Why? She is attacking um, her brother constantly to the point where he can't go to the bathroom. She attacks him when he goes to the bathroom. Because what are you going to (laughs) do? And um, she lives in my office. Oh. I take her out. I'm trying to acclimate her. But every time I take her out of the room... She hisses at everyone. She hisses at me for taking out of there. She's t- she's hissing at her brother. She's, I mean, no matter what I do, I'm at wit's end. I don't know what to do with this cat. And you've taken her to the vet? When we brought her back from the vet, uh-huh. that's when she was like, fuck you! And that was it. That, I Something mean, traumatizing must have happened to her. Either at the vet or... I don't know. They put a, a thermometer in her butt, and she wasn't crazy about that. <laughs> well, they never like that. Yeah, but I think she's like really holding her grudge. How dare you violate me? <laughs> 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 
Oh, I hate hearing that. Yeah. I I thought she was your baby. She is my baby, and I love her. But I can't live like this. But isn't there, like, Kitty Prozac maybe you can put her on? I've been giving her Kitty Prozac. She shrugs that thing off like it's nothing. Wow. Yeah, she's like, you're going to have to do better for me. I'm like, (laughs) we need cat Thorazine. Um, Do you think she'll be better in a... Um, single cat home, like no other she needs, kitties. She needs to be a one. That's it. Needs to be a one cat household, and that need, that needs to be her. She can't have. There can't be other cats. They can't. There can't be any other animals. She's not going to tolerate it. We have Wednesday Adams Kitty. She will find a way to kill you. Yeah, that's great. So that's where I am right now. I'm trying to work it out, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And I, and that Jackson Galaxy guy. Yeah, yeah. What about him? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I could give him a call. Maybe you should. Maybe you can be on Animal Planet. Aminal Planet. <laughs> Animal Planet. Aminal. 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 Rosie caught another snake the other night. Yay. Really? Live snake. A big one? It was about this big. Like, it's about probably almost a foot long, but it was a little baby snake. But this time I got it before she brought it in the house. Was it alive? Yes. Both snakes she got were alive. One she brought in the house, and it was writhing around, and I picked it up and threw it out the door. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Look what I can do. And she does not want to let it go when she gets it, so it's really hard to get it out of her mouth. <sighs> do you know what I had to do to get this? <laughs> Harder than Taylor Swift tickets. She's a big old chonk, but she likes to hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she's not bad at it. No, she's very good at it. (laughs) Do you know what the most successful predator is in the world? A cat? Nope. You're never going to get it, but I'll... I'll Oh. Uh, Armadillo. Nope. Really? A predator? (laughs) Well, they eat bugs. Okay. What? No. What? Dragonfly. Really? Dragonflies. Yep. They eat things like skeeters. Yeah. Did you know? Oh, here's a, here's a tidbit. Did you know that praying mantises can kill hummingbirds? Yes, I've seen it. Oh my god! Holy crap! I don't ever want to see that in my lifetime. I was in like, person. I saw it on like a YouTube or, yes. or a Reddit thing, and I was like, "Holy shit! Why doesn't that bird just fly away? It can't! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> How does it catch a hummingbird? Yeah." How? And you know those hummingbirds are fucking fast. I know. I don't get it. I don't get that either. Does the praying mantis have some kind of like hypnotic like eye thing? Like I don't understand. Okay, so let's just talk about that. Let's let's put parking lot the hummingbird issue. Let's talk about <laughs> praying mantises for just a smidge. We've got two minutes left. Um, <laughs> they eat the female will eat the man's head right. after breeding with them. Yes. That's not fucked up. <laughs> That's that's seriously fucked up. Yeah. Okay. So this week, my sage point of wisdom is um, be happy for what you have. And for those that you love, hold them close because you don't know if you're, how long it's going to be. Oh, my goodness. That's very good sage points of wisdom, but also very ominous. <laughs> well, I've had a rough two weeks. Yes, you have. <laughs> Uh, I don't really have any sage points of wisdom. Just, you know, um, keep doing what makes you happy. This makes me happy. This makes me happy. And 
gets me through the other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it for, uh, it for us. This. <laughs> yeah. We need to get more fun. So next time, let's. It'll be fun. I swear. Let's keep it light. light, light. Yeah. Well, we. It, it's been hard. It gets I, lighter. I, I tried to keep it light this week, but you know, some bullshit's been, happened. I know. <laughs> I know. It's this year. It's every year. But we're going to do it. Year. It's every year. It's all the time. It's we don't have a plan, but next time we will try to keep it light. All that right. will be our non-plan plan. There you go. Thank you for none of this is planned. This Thank week. you for joining us. <laughs>